What do you think will happen? I want to, <laughs> I want you to guess the conclusion of this story. It's like choose your own adventure kind. What happens when you see mall Santa, right? You see kids come to see him. What happens when another Santa comes to sit on his lap? It's a radio bit that we did that Holly Miguel and I still talk about to this day. It's back in 2008. It's 12 years ago. And still, like out of all of our radio years together, Holly Miguel and I will still talk about Santa versus Santa. And today, you'll hear that bit for yourself on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. It's a feel-good podcast. I can't wait to talk to y'all today about it. We have so much we got to cover. Uh, the reason is I had a huge breakthrough in therapy today. I'm feeling great about it. We'll talk about that. Uh, a lot going on. We live, laugh, and we love. So like live, this will be the live part, right? We share our lives out loud, the good, the bad, the ugly. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. So my mom is uh, is recording right now from Dramaggy's house, and you have to explain how you even got to the situation today to be at Dramaggy's house. This is how much my mom can't disappoint anybody in my family. Like, there's no way she can let somebody down. It, w- it would eat you alive if you had to tell either me or Maggie you couldn't be here for us today, wouldn't it? Yeah, it so would. <laughs> explain explain how we even got to the situation today. Okay, so you know Dramaggy's getting married in March, and we've had. We're working on plan B because of COVID. We can't go through with plan A. And part of plan B was John's family renting a house through Airbnb that we thought perhaps might be appropriate to have um, a dinner after they get married. Not a reception now because we're doing that in the fall. Okay, right. let's not be confused. This is a wedding dinner for immediate family only. Right. This house looked great in the slides. Right. So they came over on Saturday through a lot of confusion. They, meaning Lisa, Maggie's future mother-in-law, and Maggie, and the woman that's renting it got confused and thought they were talking about a Virginia Highlands house and not this house. And they drove up and looked in the windows and there were people that had actually rented the house that were in the house. (laughs) It was crazy. So today, crazy lady that's renting it said, you can go at five o'clock because the cleaners will be there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that means that, of course, Lisa, mother-in-law, lives in Augusta. She's long gone. Since this weekend, so I said to Maggie, of course I'll come with you, honey. She didn't want to make a decision by herself. All right. So I drove down to Buckhead. I left home at 3.30 to get here to Buckhead for a 5 o'clock appointment. I was early, though. And we went through the house, and it's a bust. It I wonder how... How Not often that happens, good. you know, Not I feel good. like, I feel like online dating is uh, very similar to finding a, a place to stay online, <laughs> probably. you know, probably like, it always looks so much better online than it does. Uh, it does in real life. Yeah, people and, look 20 years younger than they really are. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, like the makeup is where it needs to be. The filters are where it needs to be. You know, you're seeing the one bedroom that they, or you're seeing like the one bathroom they remodel, but the rest of the house is a piece of shit. You know, it's, uh, that's right. yeah, I feel like that's kind of like the, um, that's kind of like, um, mm-hmm. how it goes. Well, all the Airbnbs I've ever seen, I mean, I've probably stayed in, 
I don't know, five, 10, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like I, uh, like, I like uh, probably 70% of it. Yeah. And the rest of them are just kind of garbage. I remember that Dan mm. and I, it was so funny. My buddy, Dan, I don't know if I ever told this. I think, no, I definitely told this story on the air, uh, but I, I can get into it. Cause it was just so crazy. So Dan, my buddy, uh, from, he's been my best friend since fourth grade. I talk about Dan a lot on this podcast. We, <laughs> we, decided we yeah, we wanted to go to, um, not Toronto. We went to Vancouver a couple of fourth of July's ago, which I mean, come on, let's be honest. Like who the hell is going to go to Canada on the 4th of July, right? <laughs> like they, there shouldn't be a more, a, a better time to visit Canada. True. Discounted than fourth, rates. Right. Than, for, <laughs> the, the, than America's holiday, right? America's birthday. That was our rationale. Well, I'll tell you that did not end up how it was. That place could not have been more packed. I mean, we talked oh. to one of the guys, like one of the parks. He's like, I've never seen it this busy ever. I'm like, of course. Mm-hmm. So wow. it already kind of put a damper on the trip, but it also meant that the places to stay were very limited. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, we, we did find this really, what we thought was going to be really, uh, a really nice Airbnb and mm-hmm. it looked, it looked good on, on the, um, on, on the website and we were like, okay, cool. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what we didn't, and this is what you never realize unless you really want to put a lot of work into it is you just don't know what the neighborhood's going to be like. Right. right. Uh, and to be honest, the, the unit itself was, was fine. I mean, all the furniture was like, like, like the mattress was super cheap and like the pillow, everything you could tell was just very cheap. They just put some stuff. They probably are, they bought that place cheap and they're just using <laughs> it to Airbnb. Right. Uh-huh. Well, uh, that wasn't even like the biggest problem. Uh, all, all in all, like it was a, it was, a, it was a fine unit. Right. Uh-huh. And I, um, the biggest problem we had though, was that we were definitely staying in like the Asian part of town, you know, every, every neighborhoods are different, right? I feel like every, True. you know, every city has like uh, this part of town or that part of town. And I, I think, I don't remember if it was called Chinatown. Um, but it was, it was definitely like the, it was all Asian markets uh-huh. and all Asian restaurants uh-huh. and like everyone there that lived in that part of town was Asian. Like Good no food. doubt. Like, Oh, great. No, it was great. And everyone was like really nice. And it, 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 that's, that, that's not the problem. Not like, oh my God, we're in the Asian part of town, but you could obviously tell who didn't fit in this part of town, right? Like obviously mm-hmm. me and Dan, we're not, we're not, not Asian. <laughs> okay. Out, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> we get there and we didn't realize any, but we were driving. We're like, Oh, okay. So this is obviously like, like a, a more Asian ma- uh, majority here in town. Right. In this part of town. Uh-huh. And when we're, um, when we're pulling up to the Airbnb, uh, the instructions were like, do not try to enter the, the condo unit. Please call ahead of time. And we're like, okay. And so we, we call and this guy who has broken English. He's like, he's like, you stay downstairs. And, um, and like, Mr. I forget what the guy's name is. I forget. Mr. Somebody will be down there in a minute to help you. And I'm like, okay. And I don't know, like, (laughs) I don't know who that, like, I don't know who I'm like, who am I looking for? Like, I don't know who that is. Right. (laughs) Right. And it was, it was a, you know, it was a, uh, I would say stereotypical Asian last name. And I'm in, you know, a part of town that was mostly Asian. But they and can so, like, find you. Well, yeah, they weren't no doubt who I was, which <laughs> I was, right? But they kept like, I couldn't really tell because they like, like all these different like men kept walking up and I wasn't sure. And I, and I, I would even like keep asking. I was like, sorry, are you Mr. Whoever, whoever? And they're like, no. And I was like, okay. So I was out there probably for about 20 minutes trying to find this man. Finally, this, this older Asian man comes downstairs and 
he comes up and he his English is is not good. Uh, and he he's like he's like we we have to go get in your car. And I was like, <laughs> what? I'm sorry, what? He's like, no, we have to go get in your car. And I was like, uh, okay. So I walk him over to the car with Dan. Dan was driving, and he gets in the car with me and Dan. And we're like, oh my god, like this is how we're gonna die. And then he just he he just like points and starts to grunt because he's I don't think he knows how to like say like how to like say go in English or maybe I don't know. But so we uh, we pull into this parking garage and he keeps like aggressively like pointing to keep like going up the parking garage. And we don't know this man. He's in our car now. Oh, I realized, though, that because Dan, Dan's military. So like, I don't think I could fight anybody, but I knew that Dan could fight somebody if he had to. <laughs> That's right. So I wasn't worried about it. And uh, so we finally get to this parking garage and he's like, okay. And then he's kind of, again, it's either broken English or he's just kind of like pointing and making noises to like go like a certain way to like walk us to the unit. But as we're walking in the unit, there's like signs everywhere that say like no Airbnb. It's like no Airbnb guests. Like no one can stay here. Uh, there's notices in the elevator. It's like it's like hello, uh, hello residents. We've been notified that there is a unit in this building that's Airbnb, and oh, we are diligently looking no. for for the uh, for the uh, the unit. For, if anyone can tip off like who it is, like please let us know. <laughs> now keep in mind, everybody in this building that we ran into was Asian. Okay, there wasn't one. Caucasian uh, <laughs> like people in this whole entire building. So the whole entire week, like Dan and I had to lay like super low because we were like, well, what's going to happen? Like everything else, everything else in Vancouver sold out. So like if we get thrown out of here, like what are we going to do? Like we have, we have no, we have like no other options. You had so to like sneak a, in and out of your yeah, unit for a whole entire week. <laughs> And I remember we like, ha- we had to like go downstairs at one point, and this guy stopped us. I think worked there because obviously we're not we we don't. I mean, not that we couldn't live there, but it was primarily everyone. I swear to you, everyone we saw was Asian. Yes, and um, and he was like, "What unit are you in?" And I was like, "Oh my god, like, I can't tell him what actual unit we're in." Because then they're gonna like throw us out. So I made up a completely different unit. Oh, and I said that we were that we lived in, and he was like, "Oh, okay." And I was like, "Okay." It was so stressful. It was so stressful. And ever since then, I've been pretty leery about Airbnbs. I just, oh. hmm. I just don't know if I can. Well, I've never had any experience with them until today. But yeah. this is not. This is not good. Is- the only part of this house that was as nice as it looked in the slides was the master bedroom. Yeah. Which like, like no one will be in. Yeah. I mean, Lisa and Jay, but for the rest of us, no, absolutely no. And we wanted an outdoor area and we thought that was nice because there's a pool and they have heaters out there and all that. And we thought, Oh, that'd be kind of fun. You know, maybe in March it'll be halfway decent. Um, no, it was nasty. It was That's, nasty. The yard was nasty. Everything was nasty. Yeah, I know. It'll get you. I think it'd be funny. Like if you had a bad Airbnb experience, and you want to share your story with us. 888-Kramer8. 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Because I don't, like I said, the unit was fine, but it was like they were obviously on the lookout for us. Like mm-hmm. we had to very much just not make any kind of like – sudden movements because and like we'd like run to the elevator and like just try to get out of there and I'm like you're hiding from the mob yeah it was, <laughs> it was it was crazy it was crazy 
Um, so today I, I went back to therapy and, uh, God, I forget how much I love therapy. Mm. I, I love it. And then, you know, I, I go and then I stop and I go and then I stop. And, and that's pretty typical. A lot of people will, you know, I get to a point where I, I remember when I was meeting with Miss Joan over in San Diego, we got to a point where we'd just be like, so what's up? You know, like, <laughs> And you, you met know, with her for a long time, though. About two years, yeah, for about two right. years straight. Every yeah. uh, maybe every other week yes. we met. Yes. So, um, you know, I told you because I want to put my, put my money where my mouth is, and so if I'm going to promote better help, I want to be able to promote that for. Uh, I want to be able to use it and be able to talk about it. And this is sure. not the commercial to to be you know in all FTC guidelines. I must re- must remind you that we we do get paid by BetterHelp to talk about them. But what I'm going to tell you about is my own paid experience uh, with BetterHelp. And I, um, I, the greatest thing about therapy, and I, if you use BetterHelp or not, I, I don't care. As long as you're feeling be- good about yourself is all I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing about therapy that I really love is that if you get with the right therapist, and this is how you'll know pretty soon, is like you feel seen. Like if you feel seen and like you Mm -hmm. feel like all the chaos and complication in your mind Mm -hmm. is like understood. Mm -hmm. And usually I say get that about three sessions before like you understand, like you, you can kind of figure out, um, you know, better help is, is different in the sense that like you go every week. Right. Um, and so, uh, with, with most traditional ones, you go maybe twice a month or once a month, but with better help, they want to get you, you know, feeling better faster. So you go every single week. Yes. Um, and so I, I really thoroughly enjoyed my session. I met with oh. a, a, a new woman today. Her name is Pam. I'm, I'm going to call her Miss Pam. And she is a, okay. a fun, she's probably a little younger than you, mom. Okay. Uh, but she is, uh, you just, we just clicked. I mean, it felt like, cause it's almost like online dating when you, same thing again, like when you, when you meet your therapist for the first time, uh-huh. it's almost like, are we on vibe or are we not? Uh-huh. And you know, I just dove right in and oh, I was like, listen, right. I'm, I'm really conflicted on where I am in my romantic life. And I don't understand why I can't commit to anything. Um, I feel like I'm running into the same patterns. I feel like I'm confused over my choices and am I, am I choosing the right person? And, and why can't I move her out here if I'm so sure? And like, you know, or, you know, what, like what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm going to like kind of share this journey along the way because I think it's maybe I hope there's just one person listening that can get something out of this. If you guys are sick of me talking about this, you can also tell me and I'll stop. Um, I, when I explain this to her, she's like, I mean, the problem's not like, does, is this woman right for you or wrong for you? You know, the problem is, is that you're so fearful that mm. no woman's ever going to be right for you. Mm. And until you really feel fully heal from this, because that that's like such a, I hate that term. I hate the term. People ask me all the time, like, are you healed from your divorce? And I'm like, it's not like a bruise, you know, like <laughs> right. I, can't, I can't look down and be like, yep, you know, yes. oh, yep, it's not there anymore. It's done. Yeah. Like emotional, emotional healing is so complex. Yes. And her and I started talking about like the different, like the different waves of grief mm-hmm. and like, the, you know, the, the, the stages of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, here's, here's basically what you've done is you, you went through it. 
it hurt. You were confused and you were uh, you had you mourned the loss of it. And like then what you did was you kind of overshot like you were just trying to comfort yourself. So you went out and you, you know, oh, my wife didn't want me like I, I look at all these women that do want me, you know, like mm-hmm. look at this woman, look at this woman and look at this woman, and you know, like and look at all these people, look at all these women that do love me. She's like, it's almost like eating. And this is the way I used to describe it, too. And it was funny that she said this, but she used different terms than I would use. But she's like, it's almost like you had a giant bag of jelly beans. And like at first, these jelly beans were so good because like you hadn't had jelly beans in so long. And so you just like scarfed them down. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it made you, you know, every everything you thought you you uh, that, that you didn't believe about jelly beans. It kind of just reassured that like, yeah, jelly beans are still good. You know what I mean? They still taste good. This is really good. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, where I feel like you're at now is that you are you're towards the end of the jelly bean bag mm-hmm. and you're like you're just sick of it like you're just you're just like you you've had way too many jelly beans but the <laughs> problem is is you don't know how to get to the next step because you don't even know the pains that you need to heal like you're just grasping for straws right now because of what you want to get to mm-hmm. but until you literally she's like you're um, she said so many great things today. She was like, until you are able to heal those pains, you're never going to be ready for anybody. And mm-hmm. it's not so much about like, is it the right person? She's like, as you start to heal, you know, as, as you and I start to work together mm-hmm. and we un- uncover, she's like, because you're not, you're not scared of what you're committing to. You're trying to avoid the same pain mm-hmm. that you already went through. And until we go through and, and fully heal that, you're not going to be ready. And so then I asked her the question, which I think is pretty, you know, pretty important in this whole thing. I was like, well, you know, can Miss California and I like continue to see each other mm-hmm. if I don't know what I want to do, you know? Right. And she was like, well, your situation is pretty unique because you're pursuing somebody. She's like, I would always tell people in this situation to like take time. Mm-hmm. She's like, but it sounds like, you already have like a lot of time to yourself mm-hmm. and you, I, you know, she's like, as you start to work on yourself, and this is so true, by the way, as you start to work on yourself, it will become very clear to you if she's the one or if she's not mm. and not just her, but like who is the one and who's not. Mm. And you won't have to sit here and date, you know, 10 different women at a time and then question between all of them. Mm-hmm. You'll be so sure because of not only have you healed from things that have, have scarred you, but also that you'll be so crystal clear on what you truly want in a partner. Because one thing that I kept telling her, I was like, well, Miss California has this and she has this and she has this and she has this. And she's like, I don't want to talk about, I don't want to talk about just Miss California. She's like, I want to talk about truly what do you want in a partner? Hmm. And I'm not saying like, does, does this person have it? Do they not have it? What do they have? I mean, like you need to be, you need to like truly, and this is my homework for the week. Cause we're going to meet every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. She's like, your homework for the week is I want you to take every woman you've ever dated out of the equation. Okay. And be like, cause you can't be sitting here. Well, this person had this and that was great. And this person had this and this was great. She that, that she, that's helpful. To start to narrow down what you want. She's like, but you're you're past the jelly bean part. This is really what she's like, I think you're past the jelly bean part. Mm-hmm. She's like, what you really have to do is like sit down and like not just like, I want someone with kids. I don't want someone with kids. I want someone with, you know, with blonde hair. I want someone with blue eyes. Like, like to really think about 
how your partner acts, mm-hmm. how they make you feel, like what you do. Like one example she gave was like, you know, like think of a scenario when you get home from work. Mm-hmm. Like what is she doing? You know, like is she is she at at work still? Um, is she cooking and cleaning? Is she hanging out with her friends? Mm-hmm. Is she uh, volunteering somewhere? Like, like, what does that look like? Like, what does your life truly look like? With a partner. With a partner. Like, with your ideal partner, what does that look like? Mm. And then when you're really, like, because if you start basing it on these, on these, just these one things, these little one-offs, uh-huh. you're not quite sure what to look for because then one little thing's going to throw you off. But if you know what to, like, how, to, how you're going to feel when you're around your partner, mm. like, what they're going to be doing – um, how they're going to be acting. Like another example she gave was like, so let's say when you're like at a radio station event, like, is your partner there? Like, do you want her to be there? Mm. And because that was one of my biggest, and this is, again, I wouldn't have brought this up if she didn't bring this up, but like mm. my ex-wife never used to really, she go, I think she like, let's just say in San Diego alone, she may have gone to one or two things and like right. the, you know, she never really would like go to the events and stuff that I was there for. Right. So like, what does that look like? You know, like, mm-hmm. I've been so hung up on just some like key things, which are still important, sure. but she's like, knew how it felt mm. and like what that relationship really, truly like encompassed, not just like, do they have kids? Do they not? You mm. know, like you're, you're like so hung up on these, like these, like one things when like, okay, so let's say, let's say you find somebody that has no kids, but they treat you like shit. They, they, you guys don't have nothing in common. Like right. everything else is going to fail. It doesn't matter. Mm. But let's say that like you had, you met somebody that had all these other qualities Mm. but they had kids Would that, would you, you know, would you be, and that's something I've got to figure out too. Like, would I be able to even do that? So many things I've got to really discover about myself before I can really make a decision. Yes. Oh, I love her. Yeah, no, she's great. She's great. Miss Pam or Miss Pam. Uh, That was a power packed first session. It was great. It was great. And so like, again, I, Divorce is so hard and it's so weird and bizarre and uh, it's it really makes you question so many things. But I, mm-hmm. I, I hope you'll really think like when you – because if you're like me and you've gone through a divorce and everyone's like, are you, are you sure you're healed? Like, like sometimes you've got to get that external – this is like one thing I haven't done. Like I've, I've healed past the pain. Mm-hmm. But that's really like where I stopped with Miss Joan was I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I feel better now. Boof. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when I started to lose my job. And then I focused on that. I'm like, oh my God, the job mm-hmm. lost. I get back on track with that. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, I've really got to get this romantic thing figured out. So yeah. it was really good. I felt really good. I don't know if that's way too long of an explanation or if you're so bored to be talking about this topic. But no, I don't know, but your mom loved it. <laughs> there you go. As long as one person. <laughs> one as long person, person loved it. I think that's yeah. fabulous advice. Yeah. So I, I'm feeling, Sadness. I'm feeling like I feel good. There's nothing better. Like when, and again, like that's what I'll recommend to you is that you find a therapist that like, that like sees you yes. and like when you feel like I felt so alone in this topic. I mean, I really have, I felt so alone mm-hmm. and so like, am I just like crazy? Like, mm-hmm. am I just, is, am I just like screwed up for life? Because mm-hmm. like, how am I gonna, how am I like, no, but this doesn't make sense to any of my friends. Right. Or like my family or anybody. Nobody really truly gets this because I mean, only my brother's been divorced. Right. Um, and I, you know, every and everyone's but him and I don't really like talk about that kind of stuff, you know. So and most of my friends are either happily married or they're single. And mm-hmm. so I haven't really been able to find someone 
that's made me feel like the things that I'm feeling when it comes mm-hmm. to dating again now are normal, you know? So, mm-hmm. or that like, or at least understandable. Yeah. I just felt like people were like, well, oh, just make a decision and be with them. Or like, <laughs> just, you know, a lot of people just, just move her out there and see how it goes. I mean, like, I wish it was that easy. I wish it was right. truly that easy. Or just, just break it off with her because if you're not willing to commit to her after three months, like what's <laughs> we're wasting our time? It's like, oh my God, you know? So, yeah. Felt really good. And I'll do a better help commercial here in a minute. So after okay. five <laughs> you just did. Yeah, pretty much. That was that was the longest <laughs> better help commercial. I'm not doing I'm not doing this for another four weeks now. It's <laughs> felt really good. But you know, whatever. That's that's like where therapy really helps. And that's that's my that is my therapy is cool speech of the day. All right, mom, let's get to our quote so for today. Good, honey. I'm excited. Okay. Uh the quote from today is again from Wayne Dyer. And it applies to what you're talking about. Be miserable or motivate yourself. Whatever has to be done, it's always your choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's very true. Whatever has to be done, it's your choice. Yeah. And I, um, I, I don't know. I, I, we've sent a lot of people over to Miguel and Holly's podcast. Um, and Holly talks about that a lot too, about how, it's like doing the work is hard. Yes. Like it's, it's like, it's like, it's like hard work. And so I see why a lot of people don't do it. Right. I like don't want to get down to why, you know, would, would want to just. It's hard. In my situation, jump to like, you know, jump to from relationship to relationship and just keep thinking it must be the other person, you know, like. Yes. Um, wait, read the quote one more time. Okay. Hang on a minute. There no, we go. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I move on quickly. Okay. Be miserable or motivate yourself. Whatever has to be done, it's always your choice. Yeah. Wayne and that really is the truth. Like you can keep living the same. And that's like what I felt like after my divorce. Like, I mean, I told you guys I was going down a bad path, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was going, you know, like I was drinking all the time and then I took that Molly and like, Mm. I, I was just, I was just not headed down a good path. Right. And I was miserable. And like, I listened, it was terrible. Honestly, like, like getting my body back, feeling right, Mm. spiritually, mentally. I mean, Mm. it was, it was, it's hard. Listen, and it's hard to pull yourself up. It's not Mm. easy. It's, it's a real pain in the ass. It is so much easier to sit in your shit. Mm-hmm. Than it is to like to like wallow, yeah, wallow in yeah. It's so much easier yeah. to do that. And like, listen, I don't blame you. Like, if you're not ready, you're not ready. But that day will come mm-hmm. that you're just going to be tired of it, and you're going to be ready to like seize the moment. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So there you go. It's good. All right, mom. I know that you're. Uh, I know you're busy over <laughs> with your Maggie. So I'm with that's, that's, Maggie. that's a statement. And John. I don't think I've ever said that statement since you've been retired, but I know you're busy right now. (laughs) Um, I haven't been busy very many days. This is a true statement. We do have a new certified fan, though, so I want to say hi to them. We can't pass up on that. Uh Nope. So uh, certified fans, and I'm I'm saying it's going to be a Christmas miracle. My plan is to get five, now four new certified fans before before Christmas is my goal. Before 1225. 
Right. So we've got uh, nine more days. If you're listening to this on day of release uh, to get just four more people to say, you know, what, the podcast is important to me. I'd like to support it. And it's it's five dollars a month. Um, and this uh, what's cool is if you pay for a whole year up front, you actually get two months for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's exactly what this I got to get her name because I deserve to give her this shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah A. Sarah A is from Santee, California, out there in San Diego. And uh, she just joined today. I saw the email. I get so excited, y'all. I get so excited when I say email come in. It makes me so happy. <laughs> I know it. Uh, and so I get, and I have to do one more update too, mom, before we remind me to tell you one more thing. Uh, I get so excited when uh, when I get the emails that say that we have new certified fans. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to Sarah A. Here is your official whoop whoop. Okay, Sarah A. Whoop whoop. Love and you we, Yeah, we're so excited to welcome you to the uh, Certified Fan Fam. And yeah. like I said, let's all put our, you know, if we can just get four more Certified Fans before the end of the year, that would just be amazing. So, we can do uh, Or by Christmas, by Christmas. So by Christmas. Um, just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. FANS to 888-Kramer8, and we'll uh, be glad to add you to our to our little family over here. Mom, really, really quick, though, and I want, I wanted to bring this up yesterday, and I wish should probably save it for tomorrow's show, but I don't want to forget. Oh. Um, I think the doctor is on to me, the doctor that thinks having whatever oh, he's doing. Oh, no. Because, like, listen, I've been looking at this man's window for so long now. <laughs> I've been looking at this man's window for so long, like for months, since, like, when I moved here, August. Right. And now every day when he comes home, mm-hmm. he closes his blinds. <laughs> he never closes his blinds before. And maybe I'm just in my head about it, but I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems shady to uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. He's seen you over there with that microphone. Yep. He's not having He's it. Like, uh-uh. Done. Not having it. So oh, the blind, well, you know, we'll I don't know find, now. I really we'll don't find know. some other soap operas to follow. <laughs> yeah, I'll look. I'll keep looking at other neighbors' windows and let you know what I see. But right now, uh, why are they called soap operas? Um, I don't know. I don't That's know. a good question. Hmm. Let's see. I want to know why. The cool thing about the internet is you don't have to wonder anything anymore. That's why true. Why are they called soap operas? All right, you ready to know? Uh-huh. Term soap opera originated from radio dramas, originally being sponsored by soap manufacturers. Oh, there you go. That's crazy, Whoa, huh? What do you know? That's crazy. Uh, BBC Radio's The Archist, Arch, Archers, the, sorry, The Archers, uh, first broadcast in 1950, is the world's longest running soap opera radio. So it was operas. <laughs> no way. They were sponsored by soap companies. And you learned something new today on Certified Mama's Boy, didn't you? Absolutely. I did. There you go. All right, Mom. I love you. Okay. Love you forever. And we get back here in a couple of seconds. It was literally one of my favorite projects that we did. I mean, Holidays always brought so many fun projects when it came to the radio show. Back in 2008, this is one of the furthest back clips that we're going to look at. But Holly, Miguel, and I always reference back to this one moment that we called Santa versus Santa. And that's up here next. And uh, just give us about two minutes and we'll get to that here on the show. First, I talk a lot about MCT oil powder from Bub's Naturals. And you're like, what? what is that? Right. Because honestly, like when I remember they told me about it at Bub's the first time, I'm like, I don't I don't know what that is. You've probably heard of MCT oil. Right. That's like you like the bulletproof coffee and stuff like that. But like, what exactly is it? So <clears throat> maybe you allow me to tell you about this MCT oil, which is formerly known as medium chain triglyceride oil. Boring. But go with me here is actually it's a clean and fast acting high energy source for your body. Now, that is. 
is what you should be interested in. And Bub's MCT oil powder is the is a purified saturated fatty acid that is extracted from sustainably sourced coconuts. That's all you need to know. It is, I mean, this stuff is fantastic. Talk about some great natural energy. It can really, what a lot of people use it for is their their non-dairy creamer. And I see a lot of people putting it in their coffee. And it just gives you this clean, fast-acting energy that you're going to get. Like, add that to a coffee, man, your day is like, you're done. You are set for the day with that stuff. It also gives you increased mental focus. It helps curb your appetite and your sugar cravings. It supports your gut health as well. So many reasons why you should fall in love with this. And it's non-GMO, plant-based and vegan, gluten-free and corn-free. You need more energy, right? We all do. Find it in a clean source. MCT oil powder is the easiest way for you to get MCT oil. So I hope what you'll do is you'll go to bubsnaturals.com. Great San Diego company that give back to the troops. I, I just love everything about Bubs. Bubsnaturals.com. Use the coupon code Kramer. You get 20% off. If you don't, if it doesn't work for you the way you're expecting it to in this little commercial right here, you can get your money back. And that's the beautiful part of it. So uh, Bubsnaturals.com. Bubsnaturals.com. And type in the coupon code Kramer to get your MCT oil powder today. Also, the show brought to you today by Magic Spoon. And we love Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon is your favorite cereals that you grew up with, basically reimagined with like adult stuff in there. But it still tastes like a kid's cereal. Zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, only three net grams of carbs in each serving. I want you to buy some of this for the holidays because there's something about the holidays that brings out the kid in you. But same with Magic Spoon cereal. It's so fun to eat. The people that have bought it that I've talked to have just, just loved it. It's like a fun thing. And now... So many of you have asked for it. They're now giving you your very own build-your-own custom variety box of cereals. So you can choose from their best-selling cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry flavors. Like, you know, it's all your favorite ones. Um, and then the new flavors like peanut butter and cinnamon. I love the cinnamon one. So tasty. Tastes great. It's honestly, it feels too good to be true. But uh, try it for yourself. It's, it's healthy for you. It's good. You're not going to feel guilty by going through it. I usually eat literally this is all I do. I do about two servings per box. Okay, don't feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about it. Magicspoon.com slash Kramer to build your own variety box and try it today. And make sure you use our promo code Kramer at checkout to get free shipping on your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident you're going to love it. It's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't, for whatever reason, like it, you get your money back. No questions asked. Magicspoon.com, your favorite cereals reimagined and great gifts, by the way, too. Magicspoon.com slash Kramer. Use the code Kramer for free shipping. And thank you to Magic Spoon for being a part of this podcast. A moment in Kramer history. Last one for the year, too. Here we go. Welcome to a moment in Kramer history. Uh, this is when we look back on my radio career and laugh at all the crazy stuff we used to get away with. And I always said the holidays were the best time to do radio segments. I don't even know why. It's just fun stuff that you can do with it. It's just like, I don't know, it's really interesting to uh, bring up different – all, all the Santa stuff you can do is just fun. It's just fun. We did this segment – this is shortly after Miguel joined our radio show back in 2008 because it was me and Holly at first. And then Miguel, who's my college friend, and we had done radio together in college, came in in uh, August maybe, August, September. I don't remember. Uh, no, wait. I got there in August. Holly got there at the beginning of the next year. And then Miguel came in like that next summer. So um, – here we go. This is uh, this idea that we had of like what happens if we sent Santa to go sit on Santa's lap. What is that exchange like, right? And we used to do this segment called Black Santa, which Miguel was talking about, like the Santa that used to come to his house growing up. So you'll hear us reference like Black Santa a couple of times in this clip. Um, 
But here you go. Like we we always talk about this segment. When Holly and Miguel and I get together, we always talk about Santa versus Santa at the Panama City Mall in 2008. Listen, this was gonna be a fun. Like I was, might get thrown out of the mall. Yeah, almost as though you know. like a punked session yeah, was going you on. Know. <laughs> Not with Island 106 in the morning. <laughs> it always turns into a, hey, how are you? It's like a reunion. And so this Santa, he's just a jolly helper. He thought it was so cool that there was a black Santa. Let's find out. Hi. <laughs> we work together. We do? We do. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Pretty good. I like your shirt. You your like outfit? this? Yeah, your outfit's really nice. Yeah, take a picture with me. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on now. Let's see. You guys got to walk through. I don't know. I can't. Okay, here's what happened. They, what we wanted to do was just have Miguel wait in the line, and then when it was his turn, go over to Santa and sit down. Well, Santa got up to meet Miguel. (laughs) Wow. Santa got off the chair. He starts walking forward. Like, he's he's being greeted. No, no, no. It's not being greeted. This is like a dog smelling the other one's butt. Oh. (laughs) He was sniffing me out to see, what are you doing in my territory? Yeah, this is completely (laughs) different than trying to be jolly and happy. Well, he came up, and I had my video going, and he thought it was, of course, just a camera taking a picture. So then he he grabbed Miguel and posed (laughs) as I'm taking the video. So I was like, no. I had a switch from the video <laughs> setting to take a picture. What you didn't know is that Santa actually had a metal detector on him to make sure that <laughs> Miguel didn't have any contraband on him. But you Probably. don't have any guns, do you? Okay, let's keep going. So at this point, Holly's trying to take the picture with black Santa and white Santa. Which better yes. one? Which Santa's better? All right, can, can, can you sit on Santa's lap? No. Can I sit next to you? Santa said you cannot sit in his lap. No, he did not want He's any like, part what? of that. Now, remember, this is Santa's helper, not True. Santa. Listen to his response. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> He's like, you can't sit on my lap. Yeah, if we're going to do the lap thing, is it somebody this big, they're going to be female. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> Santa's getting a little saucy with Black Santa. <laughs> I feel like you guys met up at the Nugget later on. Like, I feel dirty right now. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Come on over here. Miguel's nervous laugh. Yes, yeah. Miguel is so. <laughs> How have you not, like, torn your vocal cords doing that thing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue. All right, so, Santa, what do you want for Christmas? I want peace. Peace? Peace. I want all our boys and girls to come home because I think it's silly that we're there. I want to get nice Miss Claus and nice little bud on her. Oh. Girl, I'm going to oh. get it. Oh. I'm get it. Santa's helper. So, you wanted world peace. Kind of not what you were expecting, honestly. Yeah. I was expecting something funny, and he, all of a sudden, because he was jolly happy, then he just got serious all of a sudden. Oh. All right. That's like you a simple, know. a political Santa. That's what I'm talking you know, about. We just, uh, and when all these kids that come in here that can't afford pictures or toys to have them. That's very true. That's you know, we true. did a whole, uh, several groups of them this morning. Oh, really? We do them every morning. We're doing um, the Head Start programs. What just happened to our funny bit? That's and I wish you could you could well you can see it on the camera or in the video. My reaction to I was like, <laughs> "Wow, that got awkward fast." Yes, and so everything was going smooth. You were expecting to hear like a Nintendo Wii. Yeah, but what makes it awkward is that we're not standing up; we're sitting down <laughs> on his anywhere. little throne, and so we're like face to face. And it, it was just so awkward. Almost. Okay, here we go. You know, and all of them. This morning we did several um, disadvantaged kids and um, special needs mm-hmm. groups. 
we give them all pictures in the mornings. You know, we oh, do their, okay. we do the whole class pictures and that. And if I know Miguel like I know Miguel, he was probably sitting here racking his brain for how can I make this funny? How can I make this funny? What can I do to turn this awkwardly awkward moment into something humorous? But were you able to succeed? Give them all pictures and Very cool and stuff. So we like doing that. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, if, we, if we could just make it to where everybody could have something. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Santa's not bringing holidays here this year. Santa's got laid off. Uh, I'm not even getting paid to be here anymore, I'm going to be honest with you. Did I tell you that my cat has feline AIDS? Uh, That's the number one killer. <laughs> Santa's kind of making me sad, yo. Like, I... Just go on with okay. it. We just wanted to get a nice filming this? I thought you were taking a picture. We'll take a picture, too. How sign Oh, he gives peace the, sign to the camera. Nixon thing, you know. <laughs> I'm not a crook. I promise. Yeah, I'm not a crook. Santa's not a crook. No. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. We appreciate we it. We appreciate it. Thank you. How about a hug? Yes, yeah, uh, I knew I'd get a hug. Uh, yeah. Yeah, thank you guys can get Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Me too. He's like, I'd love to give you a hug, but Santa's got a chronic arthritis and can't get up. <laughs> Like, Santa's kind of wearing me out. He's kind of making me unhappy. He was, he just wanted to, you know, get his thoughts out and be serious. Well, that's the thing. Nobody ever asks Santa. Yeah. And so Santa's got a lot built up. Yeah. You know? It's like, I'm glad you asked. Yes. The list goes down. He's like, well, let's start with the first thing, the war. <laughs> and you're like, wow, Santa. Like, I don't why, have that much time. Miguel, I have a serious question for you. Like, I'm trying to put on a fun morning show. Like, uh-huh. Holly and I, before you came on, had this, I had this pretty good rapport going on. We uh-huh. would. <laughs> No. We bring Miguel on the show, and if for some reason this turns into like Anderson Cooper, <laughs> I, like, I don't, don't want to hear about the damn war. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the kids dying. I don't want to hear about underprivileged children. Like this is supposed to. I was. I sent you out right. to make this a fun, fun. Like what happens when Santa Claus runs up with Black Santa Claus? Funny, funny. Like, in your head, picture it. Funny could be it, great. Comedic gold. Big Al Mac does this bit. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Everyone's, I mean, they, people walking into your office this morning saying, you guys, I'm going to tell you what, don't listen to any of the morning show except for Kid Credit. They did the funniest thing this morning. Well, let me tell you, this just is a lo- another example of a long line of, of things in my life. People love to just tell me their problems. <laughs> Why is that? The From the carnies. <laughs> I said, okay, let me let me backtrack here for a second because we sent Miguel to the the carnival, and we yeah, and we we told Miguel go debunk some carny myths. We thought we were gonna get some lighthearted, fun things and like these, and I rigged the balloons or something. Yeah. They come back, and it's like, I want to kill myself on a daily basis. Like, I actually, I'm homeless, uh, and the only thing that I can do is follow this fare from town to town. I live in a wha- the whack-a-mole booth. <laughs> Sometimes I put my head out of the hole, and I get hit. It's horrible. See, I'm telling you, people always tell me their problems, and I don't know why, but it, it never turns out to be the funny ha-ha Situation. I always got serious with Miguel. It was never like the like the lighthearted, funny bit we wanted it to be. Um, but the visual was funny. I wish the audio would have been a little bit funnier. All right. Uh, come back in a minute. Uh, there's so many people are playing the role of Santa Claus right now, too. And they're using that 
they're using their their funds or their ability to do it. I'm going to tell you two really special stories here in just a couple seconds with that. First, thank you to Linen Fit Sheets for being a sponsor of our podcast today. Uh, shopping for sheets can be overwhelming, but no longer. You can take comfort in the fit and the quality and the price of Linen Fit Sheets, the ones that I use, with the convenience of buying direct. You skip the middleman, which then allows you to get the absolute best price and best customer service without having to go through a large department store just picking up on Amazon or whatever, right? On top of the affordable price of Magic Fit Sheets, there's also free shipping and free return so you can feel comfortable with your purchase. See what I did there? Comfortable? Because they're sheets. Yes. Perfect Fit doesn't end with the sheets too. They also offer blankets and mattress, mattress pads. And uh, yeah. So if any kind of color, any kind of fit, uh, their seasonal releases, uh, just get to the linen. Oh, also like all different uh, varieties of fabrics, flannel, microfiber, satin, and cotton. I've got the, just the, the cotton ones, but I love how these, these sheets, the reason they're called uh, linen fit is because they're guaranteed to fit on your bed. No matter what your bed situation is, your living situation, your financial situation, I want you, before you buy new sheets or to buy them as a gift, to go to linenfit.com because they're offering listeners 20% off their purchase right now, your purchase right now, at linenfit.com. And you use the coupon code Kramer, as always, at checkout. It's L-I-N-E-N-F-I-T.com. Use the promo code Kramer at checkout for 20% off at linenfit. So go check it out for your sheets, okay? Uh, last but not least at all, BetterHelp. Talked about BetterHelp today. Man, I love therapy. God, it gets me so excited. You hear me today? I feel excited. I feel like a, a new man. I do love therapy. And you'll when you finally get with somebody that like gets whatever you're going through, you'll have the same kind of excitement. I promise you. I'm so thankful for, for BetterHelp, especially as someone that moves around a lot or just doesn't. It's hard. Finding a therapist can be hard. That kind of goes away when you um, – uh, Use BetterHelp because you go through this pretty this pretty intensive uh, questionnaire at the beginning to kind of figure out exactly who you need to deal with. And when I met Pam today, Miss Pam, I just knew that she got me, and that felt really good. No running around town trying to do it. You do it from the comfort of your own home. Licensed therapist. This is not self help. This is professional counseling and therapy. So if you're dealing with stress, anxiety, sleep issues, relationship issues, grief, LGBT matters, family conflicts, or anger, any of the above or more, I hope you'll go check out BetterHelp. In fact, there's so many people using BetterHelp. They are now recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. You can join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. Two people that are playing Santa right now. We'll start over in Orlando with our good news today. There's some kids over in Central Florida that were treated to a special surprise by police over the weekend. It's the officers from the Orlando Police Department don their Santa hats and deliver gifts to the department uh, by the department to more than 200 kids in need. So the department gets the names of these kids from local charities and churches and uh, community centers and then works to make their Christmas wishes come true. Officers and staff then donate the money to buy the toys and the gifts, which are usually given out at holiday parties. But, you know, this year, obviously, with everything being canceled, the officers made special visits to the kids' homes. So often uh, law enforcement is portrayed a certain way and people don't get a chance to see us handing out gifts, us having positive conversations with people. Uh, people don't get a chance to see that we're human, just like them. 
So the more people see that, the more it closes the gap and the more it builds trust. Uh, when the people in the community trust us, then they'll be more likely to work with us. I think it's a really cool thing to do to try to bring the community together. I love it when cops give out teddy bears and stuff instead, you know, just to put a positive image into uh, into kids' heads. All right, let's talk about another Santa Claus, too. Um, he is known as the Southern Santa. There's a, a motorcycle club that, you know, obviously tend to be these these tough guys, but, but during the holidays, some of them like to show off their softer side. And for the past five years, a group of bikers over in Arkansas, uh, actually it's Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas, have been working together to make Christmas merrier for kids in need. See, David Trent, who is affectionately known as the, as the Southern Santa, by his wife, Vicky. They organized the motorcycle clubs to sponsor kids who write letters to Santa and then come through with the gifts. These presents aren't delivered by sleigh or the reindeer. They come in on the motorcycles, yeah, to uh, the, to Northwest Louisiana. And this year, uh, the group bought gifts from wish list of 50 children and treated them to an extra surprise. And they took uh, they took home their own bicycles along with their other goodies. And here's a... Uh, I'm going to play this one audio of this this one girl that's just, this This is what it's all about right here. This is really awesome. I knew that I was probably not going to get a bike this year. I really wanted it. And miracle. Special, right? Love that. All right, there's your good news for today. And we'll end with a, a made me laugh. And we're talking about Airbnbs and how it's just some of them are, it's kind of a weird concept, right? When you really break it down. His name is Sebastian Manasicalo. I'm going to mess that up. I got to say that slowly. I'm going to mess it up. Sebastian Manasicalco. Ah. Sebastian Man Manasicalco. Manasicalco. Sebastian Manasicalco. There it is. And uh he he's uh he's like, "Listen, why why do we Airbnb?" Strange. There's a lot of interesting websites out there. Airbnb, here's another one. You could rent out a room in your house. Is it worth the extra hundred dollars? To have some psychotic family show up with their luggage? I couldn't rent out a room in my home. If I did, after they left, I'd have to burn the room <laughs> that they were in. I'd torch the mattress. I don't know what's falling out of people's ears into the Tempur-Pedic. Torch the... Torch the bed. I don't even stay with my family let alone strangers. I get it all the time. Every time I go to a city, I know people there, and they're like, just stay with us. We have plenty of room. I ain't staying with you. You ever stay with people? It's weird. They put you in some weird room nobody uses. Single bed, Star Wars sheets, Darth Vader, C-3PO. Can't even get comfortable. You ever get into somebody's bed? It's weird. You get in. You can't. Look to the left. There's a booger wall. Somebody started a booger wall. 
All right, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Really, really, really appreciate you uh, being here. Honestly, we had two more live shows. By live, I mean, you know, whatever this is, new shows for the year before we're done. And uh, listen, I'm trying, I'm manifesting it right now. I'm going to have four more certified fans by the end of the year. So if you appreciate this podcast, you want to see it grow, would really just super appreciate it. if you could text the word fan. At least just read up on it, you know, to see what it's all about and how you can support. Text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. I love you. I'll see you back here tomorrow morning. Well, more, I say morning. Goodness gracious, radio brain. See you back here whenever the hell you listen to this thing. Okay, bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.